Welcome to Luna the Podcast. My name is Carolina Salazar, also known as the Carolina Lifestyle on TikTok and Instagram. My goal with this podcast is to demystify modern spirituality, talk about all things holistic health and wellness, and to also empower you to show up as your best and highest self. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. I am so grateful you're here today. I hope you had a great week last week. If you're listening to this episode on the day that it comes out, the previous weekend or the weekend right before this episode went live was the weekend of the full moon in Pisces. So hope you guys are staying sane and doing well. Just a little astrology energy recap. Full moons occur six months apart from new moons in the same sign so for example this weekend we had a full moon in pisces and this happened around six months apart from the new moon in pisces which happened during pisces season earlier this year around march so full moons kind of mark this moment of completion and a moment of reflection too to celebrate what you have accomplished what you have learned how you've grown in the last six months in the area of your chart that is related to Pisces. So that will depend on your rising sign. But in general, the overarching energy of this moon is an intuitive moon. And that is actually very related to today's topic. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, Pisces is all about intuition, spirituality, sometimes escapism, also idealism, empathy, it's an energy that kind of represents our subconscious and what kind of what's kind of like connecting all of us at the end of the day, which is the fact that we're all humans with souls. So at the end of the day, we're all spiritual beings and that's what unites us all. So that's what I love about Pisces energy. And Pisces is also ruled by Neptune and Jupiter. So the modern ruler is Neptune. The traditional ruler is Jupiter. And I love that because I feel like you can really see the duality of both, like Jupiter bringing in the spirituality, the knowledge seeking, the sometimes zero to 100 behavior or even escapism. But then Neptune also showing, you know, the creativity and the like fogginess of Pisces energy, which is like, best described in my opinion by a concert stage so i went to a concert on thursday which was right before the moon happened in pisces a full moon and it was so cool because i was observing the artist Tronada, who was performing and the like lights and the energy in the room was so neptunian like the lights were so colorful and there was this like fog machine and i was like wow this is literally the energy of a pisces full moon so i was just having a moment and the concert but yeah hope you guys had a good weekend hope you took some time to just rest and then another fun fact about full moons is that full moons happen when in general when the sign of the moon is in is opposite to the sign the sun is in so in this case pisces and virgo are opposite signs so we're in virgo season right now and that's why we had the full moon in pisces And so this Virgo season, you guys, I have not felt Virgo energy so strongly before, but I have been just having the urge to organize everything. So for those of you who don't know, I live with Pedro, my boyfriend. We've been living together since January and it's September now. And for a while, we didn't take 
time to just like buy little bits of furniture that just like gave the home an extra coziness feeling and just made it feel like our own so since we've come back from brazil from traveling over the summer we this past week have really just like completely revamped the space so i really want to do a full apartment tour for you guys at some point like a full youtube video or a tiktok showing the whole space because i'm so obsessed with it and my cancer moon is so happy for me to actually embody that energy and lean into being a cancer moon i need a space that i love and so that has come from in one way redecorating but also from organizing which i am just shook at how it's made me feel and it's made me feel so amazing so we literally have organized everything every single drawer every single like part of my closet the whole bathroom like cabinets the cabinets in the kitchen every single possible space has been organized the fridge like everything and so i'm just feeling so at peace and truly a clean and organized space equals an organized and calm mind so that has just done wonders for my health so wanted to just start out the episode sharing a little energy update sharing some updates in my own life i feel like there's so much that has happened this week and i could go on so many tangents before diving into the bulk of the episode but for the sake of time i will stop the intro there and if you want to just be in the loop of more updates and everything just always check out my tiktok and my instagram because i feel like i just overshare on there always but anyways diving into today's episode i made a poll on my instagram earlier this week where i asked you guys what you wanted to see and learn about on the podcast and so thank you to all of you who submitted answers it gives me so much inspiration and i'm excited to do all the requested topics in future episodes but then what i did was i took the answers to the like input form and then i made it into a poll and i asked you guys out of four topics what you would want to see on today's episode and the one that had the most votes was how to tell the difference between anxiety intuition and uncertainty and how all three of those things tie to one another and how to properly distinguish them to have better mental health, better spiritual health, and just to feel overall better. So we're going to dive into that. I'm so excited. I hope you enjoy. And with that said, let's dive right in. All right. Amazing. Let's get started. So for those of you guys who have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, I love a good definition. So we're going to start out with anxiety and just defining anxiety. I'm just going to pull up a definition from the Internet and we're going to use that as our anchor. And then from there, I will dive into my own thoughts about that and then continue on with the other two topics and how they differ from anxiety. So when I look up anxiety definition from Oxford languages, it says a feeling of worry, nervousness or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So already a hint there that uncertainty plays a huge part into being a root cause for anxiety, right? So let's read that again one more time. A feeling of worry, nervousness or unease typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So 
that's the definition of anxiety. Now, how does anxiety actually feel to me and what are my thoughts around it? Just want to first off start by saying I think we live in a day and age where so many of us struggle with anxiety, if not all of us. The fact that we live in such a fast-paced world with so much information constantly being fed to us, you know, consciously or unconsciously from our phones, from TV, from social media, just in general, we are constantly being bombarded with so much information and it's so overwhelming to our nervous system. Like it's just so, 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 so much information in general. And also, I think in a huge way, seeing other people's lives a lot of the times, you know, causes this subconscious comparing. And that I think a lot of the times will create a lot of anxiety. You know, why am I not already where X person is? Why is she or he achieving something and I'm not right now? Or, you know, for me, something that creates a lot of anxiety a lot of the times is just seeing so many people on different paths, right? And just being like, oh my gosh, there are so many options available to me, but I can't do all of them. Like I have to pick one and that creates anxiety. So overall, it's right as the definition states, a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease. For me personally, I think anxiety feels a lot like unease and worry in particular. But when I was reflecting before diving into the episode, I wrote this. I said, anxiety feels urgent, fear-based, not reassuring, and it wants to send you into a spiral. So for me, anxiety is the feeling that comes up when in this moment, in the present moment, I am just trying so hard to predict the future. And one thing that I learned very early on in my spiritual journey from reading about in The Power of Now is that we literally can't predict the future. We can take action steps that create different future outcomes for us. But at the end of the day, if I asked you, like, let's say, how did you meet your best friend? Could you have predicted exactly how, when and where you would have met that friend? Probably not, right? Then if you spend all your time and all your energy trying to guess it, it's very, very improbable that you would have guessed the exact way that it happened. Maybe you would have, you know, guessed that you would find your best friend, but the anxiety would have come from trying to figure out when am I going to find a best friend? Where would I meet her? Like, oh my gosh, is it ever going to happen? Like feeling so worried that it's not going to happen. Like that's what would create anxiety, right? And I also think that anxiety and, and and so at the end of the day, you can't predict the future, right? You can't figure out exactly how or when something is going to happen or even what exactly is going to happen in the future. And that's something I've learned like every year that passes, especially every birthday or like every new season, I reflect on like, oh my gosh, a year ago, I was such a different version of myself. And in that moment in my life, I could have never predicted that I would be exactly where I am today. I could have never predicted that things would have evolved in the way order energy in everything about it like I would not have in the way that it did with the energy that it carried I could not have predicted the circumstances the people that I would come into contact with truly and so that's to me how you know anxiety has played a part into my life and something that I've realized about anxiety and you know to help you also be able to spot anxiety usually anxiety will come when you are trying to predict the future and 
in terms of the feeling, right, to me, it feels like it's something that makes me feel like I want to go into a spiral. So usually feeling anxious, it's a lot of the times resulting from feeling out of control and then sends me into this overthinking spiral. So whenever that happens and whenever the thoughts feel intrusive and not reassuring at all, I know it's anxiety and not my intuition. Your intuition will never trigger you to overthink. That's anxiety. So I wanted to start with anxiety, one, because I feel like so many of us struggle with it, and two, because then I want to you know now transition to talking about intuition and how it's different from anxiety and how you can connect more deeply with your intuition and also tap into it, right, in a deeper way. Hope you're enjoying this episode and if you are and if you've been loving the podcast i would be so grateful if you took a minute of your day to leave a written review on apple podcasts and i am coming through with a little special gift of gratitude for those of you who do that so if you head to apple podcasts and leave a review i will leave the link for that on the show notes if you're listening on Spotify or any other platform so you can head over to Apple Podcasts and if you leave a review and you take a screenshot of the review before you hit send and email that screenshot to contact at thecarolinalifestyle.com I will send you a free connect with your divine feminine meditation that I created I'm so excited about this meditation. It's a combination of breath work, visualization, and affirmations to help you align with the highest and best version of yourself. So again, if you write a written review on Apple Podcasts, snap a screenshot of it before you hit send and email it over to contact at thecarolinalifestyle.com, I will send over the meditation. So that is all, and let's go on with the episode. So let's, again, look up the definition of intuition and we'll go from there. So when I look up intuition from Oxford Languages, it says the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. A thing that one knows or considers likely from instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning. So that already, you know, starts us off with the main difference, which is that anxiety often comes from the mind, right? From trying to consciously reason or use intellectual pathways to figure out how something would happen, when something would happen, if something would happen, etc. You know, and using a lot of your conscious mind while your intuition will just be a knowing, right? It says the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So your intuition, like it's by definition, something that cannot be logically or consciously reasoned through. A lot of the times your intuition is not going to make a lot of sense, but the way that intuition feels to me, it's almost like this feeling that's coming from above me like from outside of me from something bigger than me and whenever I get an intuitive thought or an intuitive download never never ever 
Have I felt stressed out? Intuition, whenever it comes through, comes through with a calmness. That's how you're able to spot it. Intuition will never drive you into a thought spiral. It'll just be this knowing and it might be uncomfortable. It might be like a scary knowing, like maybe, you know, you have this inner knowing that someone is toxic in your life or that a job opportunity is not for you or a collaboration is not for you or a certain friend group is not for you. And that intuitive download shouldn't, you know, in theory, cause you to to stress the F out. The intuition would just be like, "Mm, like, I just know that they're toxic, for example. Like, I just know that that person, I just don't think her intentions are good. Or, you know, I just have this feeling that I should stay home today. Like, it'll just be pretty calm. Like, whenever the intuitive download comes through, it will never trigger you to stress out. And that's the first way to know that it's not actually anxiety. And those are the two main differences between intuition and anxiety. One is that intuition cannot be a lot of the times rationally explained, while anxiety often comes from mental overthinking and trying to overanalyze stuff and predict stuff. And then also that it will feel completely different. Intuition will feel calming. It will feel reassuring and while anxiety will feel urgent and it will not feel that reassuring it'll just kind of cause you to doubt stuff to overthink to worry so those are the biggest differences that i wanted to emphasize now the thing is that we all have intuition right and i have worked with intuitives many times so people that for a living are deeply connected with their intuition through different gifts right and a lot of the times people will say psychic gifts i think that the that's not necessarily the right word sometimes because you know it feels really woo woo but at the end of the day you know i've always said like everyone has psychic gifts but that can also be said as everyone has intuitive gifts and so that will vary from person to person and the way you can connect to your intuition the way the intuition will come through you the way that the intuition will communicate with you can be done through four different ways can be accessed in four different ways and those four ways are claircognizance clairvoyance clairaudience and clairsentience now my strongest intuitive gift is claircognizance So the way that that comes through to me is I will just have a knowing, like a download from nowhere. Like I'll be doing something and I'll see something and I'm just like, oop, yep, I know X, Y, Z. I'll give an example. Like let's say I'll just be like, yeah, I think that person's not happy in their relationship. Or I'll just be like, "Mm, that person's just not someone that I'm going to be friends with, like ever. I will just know and there's no reason why I know it. Like I didn't see any text, any information, nothing that would tell me that. But I will just know. So even when I'm doing readings for astrology, you know, reading people's charts, I feel like that's how my gift comes through so beautifully because, you know, astrology is a structure, it's a map, but there's also an element of personifying the chart, right? And being in connection with a person on a call or in a reading and then, you know, moving through the chart in that way. And so I feel like that a lot of the times will guide my readings as well when I do birth chart readings. But that is my strongest gift. I was texting a friend this week and 
I was saying like, oh, I would love to FaceTime you to talk about, you know, X, Y, Z. And like, let me know if you're around today because sometimes she works from home. Sometimes she goes into the office. But as I sent the message, I was like, "Mm, she's in the office today. Like, why did I even say that? And this is a person that I'm friends with, but I don't talk to all the time. So I had no way of knowing she was in the office, but I just knew. And then 10 minutes later, when she texted me, she was like, yeah, sorry. Like, I'm in the office. Today's really busy. I can FaceTime tomorrow. So that is one example from literally this week that I could think of. So that is claircognizance. Now, the three others, as I said, are clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience. So clairsentience is essentially about right sensations feelings so the strongest intuitive knowings will come from how you feel and this can be like a literal feeling in your body that you get or just picking up that something is not right for you based on how it makes you feel or even feeling the vibe of a room or of a person very strongly so like walking into a space and picking up on like everyone's energy through you know the feeling or even just knowing someone's feeling sad or angry or whatever without really them having to say anything simply from their energy so that is clairsentience is feelings so i feel like water signs in particular in astrology so cancer scorpio and pisces are super clairsentient and that is their strongest gift in my opinion but i do think it varies very much so from person to person But in general, water signs are super connected with their emotions and their feelings. And so they tend to also pick up on other people's feelings a lot of the time, especially Pisces. Now, clairaudience and or being clairaudient basically means that sometimes the intuitive download will feel like almost like hearing a phrase or a sentence or a download in your ears. So it's auditory. So this can be hearing your inner voice speaking to you. It can be, you know, even in a more like psychic or intuitive sense hearing you know your guides your angels your ancestors speaking to you or hearing information you need like from this voice that is you know outside of you or inside of you and then the last one is clairvoyance so that would be seeing so it's getting very clear mental pictures or images when you think of something you know like let's say you're having to make a decision and you close your eyes and you tune in it will come through to you you know, the decision you have to make as an image or as a symbol, like a symbolic picture that you then interpret. So those are the four intuitive gifts that, you know, give clues into how intuition can communicate with us. So think about it. How do you usually connect your intuition? You know, when you just get an intuitive feeling about something, do you feel like it's in your feelings? Do you think it's coming from just like a knowing, a download out of nowhere? Do you hear, you know, the the truth or the download in your ears? Or do you see images and pictures that, you know, can, you can then interpret and use as, you know, further guidance? So connect to yourself in that way and think about it. And remember that this is not woo-woo stuff. Like, Maybe it sounds woo-woo, but at the end of the day, as I said from the beginning, everyone is intuitive, right? And again, intuition doesn't make rational sense. So stop trying to rationally explain your intuitive downloads and just, again, remember that if it's feeling like something urgent, if it's, if it's fe- sometimes maybe the download will be urgent, but if it's just creating the sense of like, 
worry and stress and uneasiness and like it makes you literally feel scared like that is never your intuition that it's always anxiety and last but not least we're going to quickly chat about how uncertainty plays into all of this right because the question was what is the difference between intuition uncertainty and anxiety and uncertainty is often playing into all of this because when things are uncertain when there are certain unknowns in your reality in your life in your present moment that freaks out the ego right and that freaks out your mind because what is the ego like the ego enjoys certainty the ego enjoys knowing the ego wants to know exactly how things are going to play out it wants a clear picture it wants something tangible it can attach to but when things are uncertain when you're going through unknowns in your life that freaks out your ego and creates the spiral of fear and that's what leads to anxiety and so whenever uncertainty is present you have two options you can let the ego run the show and that means falling into your anxious thoughts letting yourself spiral and moving further down the path of the ego trying to find certainty feeling scared falling to this mental loop of overthinking or you can tap into your higher self which is what drives your intuition and tune in that way right when you're in an uncertain moment like let's say you're going through a transition in your life I want to normalize that it's a lot of the times very anxiety provoking. Like I do struggle with anxiety a lot of the times too. So I've had to learn to be very mindful of the fact that I'm constantly trying to predict the future when I really can't do that. And instead of letting my ego run the show and letting myself be scared, I have to trust that I'm in the right path. I have to trust that what's coming next will be better than I can imagine. And connecting to my intuition, connecting to my knowing and my trust is how I move through uncertainty or how I try to move through it. And that said, your intuition isn't only going to come up when uncertainty is occurring, right, in your life, when you have an unknown or a transition period. And same with anxiety, right? A lot of the times anxiety will just come up because like, let's say you have a lot on your plate and you don't know how you're going to get it all done or you're about to go hang out with someone and you don't know how it's going to be. All those can trigger anxiety because there's small uncertainties there, right? You might not know exactly how the hangout is going to go. You might not know exactly how you're going to get everything done. So you can choose to let yourself fall into that mental loop and the overthinking, or you can choose to work through it by being aware of it and being aware of your tendency to try to predict the future and instead tune into the present and tune into the now and how you can work through it right now and go about it that way. So... Hopefully this episode was informative. Hopefully it helped you understand a little bit better how to tell the difference between anxiety and intuition and also understanding that whenever you're going through uncertainties, it's very likely that the theme of anxiety will come up and also the theme of intuition in a way and moving through these uncertainties with a trust in your inner voice, with a trust in the downs you receive and knowing that sometimes you don't have to explain everything you do especially when you're following your intuition. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode. I always love hearing from you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful week. And with that said, I will see you on the next episode.
It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.